0: Okay, we're back. This is part two of all of the things. Honestly, if you listen to the first part and you're back, like, (laughs) thanks. (laughs) That's all I can say. And we're just going to get into it. What's up, guys? This This is is Shelby, Shelby, and welcome welcome to Not Your Regular regular Coach coach Podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This is one of my favorite, like, sayings when it comes to, like, relationships of – I never liked when people were like, this person's my other half. I don't mm. believe you're half to begin. If mm-hmm. you are in a good relationship, you are whole. I'm going to be nice to Jimmy, for Jimmy is whole. <laughs> and we can come together and just build each other up. Like, who said 100% had to be your max? Maybe 150. And you can. they get to help you become even more than 100%. But without them, you're not less. Well,
0: yeah, because, okay, what if Jimmy... Decides he's moving to Zimbabwe and now he's gone. (laughs) And now what? You're like, you lost a half of yourself? Well, that's not good because now, like, you're totally lost and now you've put everything into that. And that's a whole, a whole nother thing. And, like, yes, obviously, when you're with someone that you truly love, you don't want that to end. Like, you don't want that to stop. But the reality of the situation is, like, you have to be okay with yourself. You have to be in any scenario. Because what if Jimmy is like, hey, I'm going to go to the bar with Bob. <laughs> and Wow. you're like, oh my God, Jimmy, like I, I don't feel secure with you going with Bob. And then Jimmy holds resentment. Like that's, it's just never going to, it's just never going to go well. But on the same token, like, yes, you have to believe in yourself. And yes, you have to be secure in yourself. But Jimmy's also got to do his part in like showing you that he cares in a way of accepting you, even when you're, like, bawling your eyes out on the floor about nothing because you have your period. Yeah, like, but
1: that's still part of being a whole person.
0: Like – right. Yeah. But Jimmy needs to accept the whole Alana. Like, he doesn't need to be like, oh, I like these parts about her, but not these. And then you're like, I like these parts about Jimmy. You can't just, like, pick and choose. Like, it's not a thing.
1: Okay, I know this is a little, like, tangent from that, but that literally reminded me of all the times when girls are like, oh, I don't really like that about him, but I can change that. That is is an issue in itself. And I've been there where it's like, I can change those couple things. I like, I've been that girl. Me too. But it's such a problem. I literally got married and I was like,
0: this is fine. It'll change. It doesn't change. It doesn't change unless the other person wants to change. I think, can people change? Yes. Yeah. Have I changed in sixth grade? Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) But also that doesn't just happen out of nowhere. Like that takes work.
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: And honestly, everyone, as much as it sucks to have, like, an eating disorder or a mental illness, it kind of forces you to, like, look at that shit. Oh, absolutely. Whereas, like, if I had never – I could be living life so obliviously, and so if I have to say that I'm happy (laughs) that this happened to me in some ways, I think it's that I got to really know myself and and understand other people and therefore be able to – authentically show up in life rather than just be like totally blinded
1: yeah and that comes back to like I'm not proud of who I was when I was in my eating disorder in the deepest parts of it especially but I'm I'm proud of who I became given my experience but that doesn't mean I'm perfect in any way or that I still don't struggle but that's the other thing is like
0: people heal and then it's like oh well you should be perfect and you shouldn't have any issues and I mean I've said this a bunch like do I have my days ever going to eating disorder? Like, do I have my days where I look at my body and I'm like, hmm, um, interesting. Yeah, I do. But if I tell people that, it's like, oh, well, she's not okay. Like, she's not good. Whereas in reality, like, we set these standards. It's the same thing as with sex or anything. Like, we set these standards that are impossible.
1: They're black and white.
0: Yeah. And then everybody thinks, oh, well, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do that. Like, I'm not doing it right. Something's wrong with me. It's like, No if you want to look at it from an eating disorder, if you want to look at it from, like, intimacy, nobody just has it all together. Like, that's just, not, that's just not a thing. And so when you make it seem like you do, or when other people make it seem like they do, it feels like you're failing. So, bro. <laughs>
1: I'm just nodding. <laughs> <Like> I- <laughs> She's nodding. I
0: just, but, like, I know we've totally gone on a tangent, but I just feel like all of these things tie into each other. And I do believe, going back that it seems to be less, like, there's less focus on the male gender, at least in relationships with women. It seems to be less of a topic of discussion about how they feel about themselves, and it seems to always be the girl. Like, she's emotional. She's blah, blah, blah. She's crazy. She's insane. And it's like, How many times do you hear someone say, oh yeah, like, he's crazy, he's insane, unless they're, like, murdering you? Like, you know what I mean? It's like a girl, she can say, hey, Jimmy, I don't want you going out with Bob. And it's like, oh my god, she's insane, she's crazy, like, she's off the charts, like, she's mentally ill. But then it's like, Jimmy can say that, and it's like, oh yeah, well, obviously. It's like, almost like, you're his property, and it's okay. Like,
1: what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, I was gonna say, like, to even relate it back to the whole topic of intimacy and relationships, I think it comes down to, like, I don't want to be, like, giving the overall message, but (laughs) I think it partially comes down to the fact that you have to set your own boundaries and learn that it's okay to have them. Try to become comfortable in, I don't know, just, like, you know yourself best. You know whether you feel comfortable to once you walk back to Jimmy's apartment to stay with him, <laughs> or you also know that like if you want to like, fuck Jimmy off and you fuck him off yeah, and you leave. What I was like, I was gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> or in like when you're engaging in intimate acts to be comfortable to say that hurts, that does not feel good, or that feels really good. Continue like, oh girl, like can you
0: imagine? <laughs> I'm just going back to like my teenage, early twenty self. There is no way that I would have ever said anything. Like, I have a hard time saying anything now. I mean, it's obviously a lot better, but am I insane or is that something that's just not – I feel like that's not something that people just do all the time. Like, they're like – they don't talk about how they feel or, like, what feels good, what doesn't feel good.
1: But I think that can help you find your person because I know, at least in my own case, I would rather someone give me really nice, constructive criticism – I don't even say criticism, but just, like, that feels good, that whatever. Because then I know I'm doing something right. Because if you don't tell me anything and if I don't tell you anything, we're not going to get anywhere. Like, if you're pretending that <laughs> if you have a fake your fucking orgasm, like, I'm going to think that it worked. Or yeah. they're going to think that it worked. And then yeah. you're never going to be satisfied. So, oh, this is the other thing. Is you're like, never be
0: Jimmy can't really fake it, right? Oh, that's so true. But, like, <laughs> Jenna can't. And so now, Jimmy thinks that he's got it all together when he's, like, doing it with Jenna. But he doesn't. And so he keeps doing the same thing because she's faking it. And why—hold on. Why do we do that? Like, why do people do that? Why? Because we want
1: to make them feel good.
0: But but that's fucked. Like, why are we trying to make—why is all of the focus on him? And why are we not caring? Like, literally, why? Because we want to— No, because if
1: you're with the right person, they genuinely want to make you feel good. Right. In more than just a sexual manner. But that part of your relationship, too. It's offensive if they found out you fake. They it feel, like, I don't know how else to say it, but, like. Yeah, we're like, but why successful? are.
0: successful. Yeah, we want to be <laughs> successful. That's our whole problem in life. Like, what, but why are we being successful for Jimmy? And, and then the same thing is, like, why are we being successful for other people to
1: look at our bodies and be like, oh, yeah. What, like, literally, what is that doing for your life? It's. Unfortunately, I can say it's not serving you, but that doesn't mean that it's 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 still so hard to not fall into that trap. Yeah. Getting
0: out of that trap is like like <laughs> I don't even know. It's like rocket science. It's really hard to get out of that trap because that's the trap that you're set up for.
1: Yeah, I'm just trying I, like as I'm not a married individual and trying to <laughs> navigate relationships, First of all, I'd like to say I'm nowhere near perfect at this because I've definitely, I literally a couple days ago was complaining to Shelby about the pressure that I was feeling and how I've given into some of it. But moving forward, I'm really trying to just say like, I'm not even saying the right person for marriage. Like that's not what I'm thinking. I'm just like, if it's the right person for right now, however that you want to define that, they should be okay and receptive to receiving feedback just how I would want to receive feedback. And like we can grow together, even if it's for a month of a relationship mm. like, like no I don't want to walk out of a relationship regretting it in the sense that thi- things ended because we couldn't communicate well and I think I think honestly, communication can sometimes be tested in like intimate moments like- mm-hmm. communication,
0: confidence, anything. And what I was gonna say is that is the other trap that I fell into was like every single boyfriend, Oh, I'm going to marry them. I'm going to marry them. And like, there's such thing as having a first love or having your first time. And it can be great. It can be amazing. But just because of that doesn't mean that you have to like now put a bunch of pressure on that forever. So it's like, okay, I don't know why this is what's coming to mind, but it's like, you can have an amazing therapist in treatment. Right. And you're like, Oh my god, I love her. She helped me so much. I'm making it to her because obviously, she helped me so much. Like it was amazing. I really felt connected to her. But you leave treatment, and so you learned from that experience. You learned from that person. You trusted that person, and you take that onto the next. Right. Absolutely. So there's like so much pressure too, to be like every single person I'm with. I need to marry. It's like what? Mm, do you like? Could we just? learn some things and and on that note like maybe it happens and that's amazing but it's not end-all be-all like we, we we put so much pressure on every aspect
1: well yeah absolutely and I think you can even take that outside of an intimate relationship of like you don't become friends with I don't know everyone and expect that this friendship is gonna last your whole entire life like it'd be cool if it did but I think it's really natural for friendships to like come and go in the best way possible like just how I wouldn't expect my first or second relationship to be the one it could be cool maybe 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 maybe, it maybe that best friend will live with me for the inter- but like taking it out of that intimate moment it doesn't have to be and I learned from one of my friends from elementary school that I didn't like being the third wheel so I take that And I move forward with that. I learn things that I liked in that friendship. And I move forward in my other friendships differently. And I learn. That's literally the point of life. (laughs) We figured it out. (laughs) We figured it out.
0: No, but because when you put too much pressure, I mean, this has actually been a thing for me. And I would say even recently where I'm like, oh, I used to be really close to these people, these friends. I used to be really close to them. I used to talk to them every single day, be with them every single day. And then when that doesn't happen anymore, you're like, something went wrong. Like, what's what's wrong? Either I wasn't showing up enough, they weren't showing up enough, I don't care enough, they don't care enough, when it's like, no. Like, they literally, same thing. It's like a, it's a phase of life. And it doesn't mean that you have to necessarily never talk to that person again. But if you're not talking every single day, it doesn't mean that something's wrong or like, I need to get mad at this person, or I need to leave this person. Like, that's just not a thing. Which brings me back to, I think, I believe, from the bottom of my soul, and this is really hard, healthy relationships don't have to necessarily... Like, think about how many times you've broken up with a guy, right? So, for example, I'm going back. Senior year, I broke up with my boyfriend um, in college, and I really like, he was a really cool person, and we really got along. It just wasn't the right fit. Why do you now have to never speak again? Like, isn't that bizarre? Why can't you just, I understand why you, it would be weird to, like, hang out one, but, like, also, I, I don't know. I have a hard time with that. I have this, this whole thing of, like, you let somebody in, you tell them everything about yourself. They know everything. Like, they're there for you. You're crying when your cat dies. Like, you're (laughs) – something happens with your friend. Like, Jimmy's mean to you. And you're crying to them, and they're helping you. And then all of a sudden, you break up, and it's just like, I never knew you. Like, what is that?
1: Wait, what do you believe from the bottom of your soul? Because I'm so curious (laughs) now.
0: (laughs) No, I believe from the bottom of my soul that you can keep those connections. Are they the same? No. Like, are you having an intimate relationship anymore? No. But – why can- do they have to, like, totally disappear from your life? Again, I'm not saying that you need to talk every day, you need to hang out every day. There also needs to be space and healing and things like that. I totally understand. But, like, if somebody that you connected with in life is now, like, you're not together, quote-unquote, anymore, why do they just have to, like, disappear into the wind? Like, I think
1: it- if they don't, that shows that your relationship truly was healthy because you can still be something beyond just an intimate relationship. Right, and then but then we bring in Sally. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we bringing Sally's Sally? Is now
0: dating Jimmy? Oh, okay. And Sally doesn't like you because she's like you dated Jimmy. But then that becomes Sally's problem, right? Like Sally's insecure. We were just talking about this earlier with like when you have best guy friends and they have a girlfriend. There's so many things that I've seen online that are like guys can't be friends with girls and it's platonic, but I feel like that's Built off of insecurity.
1: Yeah, but I think more than anything that's... I think that's one part of it. And I think the other part of it is, like, the belief that love is one thing. Like, mm. I love my best friend. And I love my my dog. But that doesn't mean the love I feel for my dog and my best friend. Or in the future for my husband or whoever I choose to marry. Is, is like, they're not competing. These loves aren't competing. They all exist in my life together
0: yeah and that's another thing is like we kind of make it that it needs to be a hierarchy like oh my husband's first oh my parents are first oh my best friend is first it and at the end of the day it's like what what does that even mean like what what is first like you can have a relationship with so many people in so many different ways
1: yeah you you limit yourself with the belief that that someone or something has to be the end all be all
0: and that's where you get the pressure and that's where you get stuck and then what happens when it's that doesn't happen it's like you crash and burn you (laughs) crash and burn and then you like well i mean this is what i did you then you try to go out and find validation in other ways because you're
1: like oh well well, that th- was my fault or whatever. Do you think that was because you thought it was too hard to pick up the pieces yourself? Not to, like, hopefully be like, yeah, Shelby, you crashed and burned and now you can't pick yourself back up. But, like, yeah, at, at the end of the day, like, are you looking for someone else to pick up? Yes. After?
0: That's the other problem is, like, if you – like, I thought I can't pick myself up so I need somebody to do it for me. That's just never going to work. It's never, ever, ever, ever going to work. It can work maybe mo- momentarily, but it's not going to eventually work. Like – Jimmy can't come over oh and clean your room every day. Like, you got to do that.
1: <laughs> wow. Well said,
0: <laughs> Bro, I feel bad for Jimmy. Like, no, he- I was just
1: <laughs> I don't know where this podcast went, but all I was thinking was that we need to sincerely apologize to all the Jimmys and Sallys out <laughs> in this world. And I love the fact that all of a sudden we're talking and you'll be like, Jimmy and Bob, but then you'll bring up the most random places you'll be like, Zimbabwe. <laughs> and I was like, the circus. <laughs> like, our place- Jimmy went
0: to Zimbabwe and Alana went to the circus. And I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> no, but okay. Seriously, this took like a million turns. But I think it's important because it's yes, we can sit here and talk about sex. Yes, we can sit here and talk about intimacy. But there's so many things underneath that. And that's the issue is that we don't address those things underneath it. We're just like, all right, I am now 18. Time to like, fuck Jimmy. Like, that's not how it should be. That's not how it should be. You should be able to, and this is the issue. Oh, this is a whole nother podcast. But nobody... Nobody talks about these things. Nobody teaches you these okay, things. Okay, no, literally,
1: I was just thinking right now. God, like like Harry, you're always to on the wing. Like, did anyone sorry, this is so random, but like it freaked me out the first time I heard that, like <laughs> so weird to say, but through penetration, a lot of girls will bleed their first time. Like, if I didn't know that was oh. gonna happen and that happened, I would I don't know what I would do and flip out. I would but, like drink. also...
0: But that's the other thing, too, is, like, people are, that doesn't happen to everybody. And so then it's like, oh, well, that didn't happen to me. Is something wrong? And then it's like, something did happen to me, and then but they're we like, should
1: teach it in the first place. just say, like, this could happen. This, yeah. And it's normal. Or just, like, Ugh. it doesn't happen to everyone, but it can happen. Be prepared. Why are we so weird? Like, why don't we? Okay, also, the fact that I don't know, for your sex ed, sorry, we should really make the second episode, but for your sex ed, where the boys and girls split up. Yes. Because that's so messed up. Because how are how are they going to know how to please you if they don't even know your own body, if they don't we, know the woman's
0: body? Okay, I'm
1: sorry. Let's let's just compare
0: and contrast, because now we're on another tangent. I, my sex ed was, I think it was in sixth grade. We got separated. We learned about the, like, female parts. It was like, vulva, uterus, blah, blah, blah and then we learned about periods. Scary. <laughs> I don't know. We must have learned about like how babies are made. Like I don't remember. I just remember learning about myself. And then the boys were split up so they were probably learning about their situation. And like I would say sex ed really had nothing to do with sex. In high school, it had to deal do with don't
1: make a baby. Right. In high school, it was like, this is a condom, this is birth control, this is that, this okay, is this. they didn't even, I didn't have sex in high school, which we'll get, we can get into it. I had,
0: so we had to take health in high school, and, like, two days of health was sex stuff, and it basically was just, like, okay, this is what you do to stay protected, and, and, like, 100%, I think that's super, super, super important, and, and I'm glad that that, <laughs> we learned that, but that was, like, pretty much it. Like, and I understand it's really awkward. Like, no teacher is gonna stand up in front of the room and be like, alright, guys, like, let's talk about orgasms. But at the same time, it's like, why, why are we so scared of that? It's it's like, totally backfiring.
1: I think it does. I think it backfires, especially in the intimate relationship aspect of relationships. Um, Because, or even so, I remember in 7th grade, um... We were split up, and I still learned about like the literal body parts. That's what I'm saying. Like, why do we care? It didn't mean anything to me. (laughs) Like, I was just like, okay. Like they didn't. They didn't. I'm not gonna say all the things, but like they didn't tell you like this is this is beneficial to do this with. Yeah, like like, this feels
0: good. Like instead, they were like, this is the testicular tube. Like,
1: oh. Uh, yeah like cool beans like i'm so glad i'm so glad to know that now but i do remember in high school so i actually apologize we did have sex ed so since sorry my high school but it was online so that was of covid because of covid oh so i never i shit you not i've never i never had that like demonstration of how to put a condom on (gasps) so what okay okay what was sex ed and covid like because i'm really intrigued was it just like body parts it was during P.E., so I definitely sometimes just didn't listen. <laughs> but what I PE? remember... Oh, yes. It was ours. Yeah, because it's during health. Um, But from what I do remember paying attention, it was just, like, some curriculum that they had to just follow. And it was educational, but it more focused on... And bless up that they did, because living where I do in this area, I'm glad they don't teach abstinence. They teach what you should do. But it doesn't tell you what the fuck you're supposed to do during sex. Like, that... My NLBL <sighs> sentence of that is, like, yes... I know Planned Parenthood. Yes, I know Plan B. But do I but, like know, what am I doing? But to do get I know there? what I'm doing like, during what? the experience? No. <laughs> like I'm going no. to Planned
0: Parenthood and I'm getting the birth control. But then what? Like, what am I doing with it? Because I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know. But but then in other places, like in other states, that's not even. I I guarantee you, and I I think I know because I have I've had clients I've had. Family,
1: they don't even talk about that. There's a statistic. Areas, essentially, I'm saying teach absence tend to have higher rates of yes. teen pregnancies. Or they ha- tend to have higher
0: rates of marriage at young young ages, which is fine. Like, I'm not saying anything
1: against marriage at okay, young age. Okay, but we also know that. This is a statistic that 50% of Americans get divorced. And also, right. like, there's a problem So with think that.
0: about this. Okay, you're, you're, no, we're going to say you right now. Me you are dating jimmy
1: <laughs> and
0: you guys are like wow instinctively i think i want to have sex or whatever but it's like no 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 we cannot do that till we're married so now you're 18 19 whatever and you're getting married mm, that is just not setting us up for success yeah
1: cuz you're you're making okay but i feel so bad saying this because like in my in my point of view you're basing a lot of your life decisions off of raging hormones.
0: Yeah. Yes. And (laughs) raging hormones are a part of being a human being. But, yeah, like, that doesn't – so this is the whole other thing. It's like, I don't know, when you put all of those limits or whatever you want to call it on – You know, you can't do it until you're married. And it's like, and I totally respect people. Like, I'm not trying to sit here and say that I don't respect that. I do respect that. And I think that was like (laughs) what I wanted to do. (laughs) Um, But that's another pressure that you're putting on yourself. And in order to be able to do a literal human need, you have to marry somebody for the rest of your life. Like, Oh, I don't know. Sometimes it's probably fine. Sometimes it's tricky. And, and it's also just so messed up that every state is different. But I can tell you that no matter what state you're in, they're not telling you, like, that the tip is the most sensitive part. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. <laughs> just they're a little just bit not. of information from us to teach you all out there. <laughs> you're welcome. Like, they're just not. No, they're not. I remember when I found out that there's condoms for girls, I was shocked. Oh, like the thing? Yeah. Who knew? I'm just saying, Ugh. or like, I'm not saying that's, <laughs> I'm not saying that's my personal preference, but <laughs> I'm just saying like, it's an option and people don't even know that's an option. So when the guy's like, I don't want to wear a condom. And you're like, well, I don't want to have a baby. It's like, there's well, other options. There's other options. Are we going to talk about them? You could. Like, oh,
0: yeah. And then there's the whole thing of like. You have to, like, tell your parents if you're – oh, God. I lived in so much fear. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to be a teenage mom and my life is over. That's also because, I, like I said, I'm crazy and, like, anxious. But what? Like, it would be so much more reassuring. And also, I probably wouldn't even have to worry about that if I actually knew what was going on and what I was doing.
1: If you knew what was going on, what you were doing, and that you had the power to say
0: no. Ovulation? Okay, I didn't even know what was going on. Oh, the window. Like, yeah, the window, and then, like, things are happening, and I'm like, what? I don't know what's going on, and nobody ever tells you about that. Like, I'm sure that in our little diagram, it was like, the egg comes out after 14 days, but, like, what the fuck does that mean? I, I don't know.
1: Like, am I supposed to put two and two together? Because I'm not. Like... You don't know <laughs> – when I was younger, I didn't know there was a certain time you're more likely to get pregnant than a, than not when you're conceiving. Yeah, and it's because they're like, oh, well, they
0: don't need to know that because they're so young. But it's like, no, they do. You should – just to know. Yeah. It's, it's like it's- not even if you're going <laughs> to act on it, but just knowing. Like, you shouldn't be 25 years old and be relearning these things.
1: Yeah. But to take a step back, did it ever make you? <laughs> when you ever you'd hear you'd hear people like once you had once you learned about sex and someone was talking, you know, you're at a family function and then they're like, "Oh my God, look at Sally and Jimmy together!" And then Sally's like, "Yeah, we're trying." Like, ew! Oh my! <laughs> ew. <laughs> god. Why can Sally and Jimmy talk about fucking, but like nobody
0: else can? No, I'm serious because because no. they're married.
1: Because they're married. To me, it's just like, I don't want to know that. Right. Every time, sorry, <laughs> you're trying to make this something, but I'm just like, I look at a pregnant woman and I'm like, you had sex.
0: No, no, 100%. I've thought I thought that feel a bad million times. That, like- no, I thought that a million times. Like, when you have, okay, let's say I tell my mom, I'm like, Tyler and I are trying. <laughs> like, why? But then when we started dating, I couldn't be like, yo, Tyler and I are having sex. Like, I would never say that. But then I can be like, Tyler and I are trying. And I I understand because it's like, you're having a baby, but, ooh, whole other issue. Well, I
1: think that stems from, like, the stupid, like, you should only have sex because you're trying to have a kid.
0: That's what I was just gonna say, like, that's a whole other thing of, like, okay, well, now it's okay because you're gonna have a kid, but, like, if you're not gonna have a kid, then it's really bad and you're gonna, like, burn. I don't know. I mean, I grew up in New Hampshire, and I can tell you it was not as progressive as
1: California.
0: But you grew up in California.
1: Yes, it definitely – I know I was exposed to more. Um, I'm grateful that my own parents were very open to talk about things. Like, if I had genuine questions, they had genuine answers. I was never even told, like, the birds and the bees, which – that's a whole other story because – this is really funny, but I used to when – when someone would mention that, I'd be like, I don't get it. Like, I, never, I still don't get it. I used to think it was the birds fucking the bees. No, can you explain the it? because I don't get it. Okay, for everyone out there listening who's <laughs> was just as confused – the bees are pollinators. The birds lay eggs. So it's somehow this like weird uh, idea of like guys pollinate girls' eggs. That, that's where it comes that's from? That's where it comes from. Like the guy's the pollinator. and y-
0: <laughs> So birds the, are
1: fucking bees. Basically. Well, or I bees really, are just well, sprinkling think, over the eggs. That's more what it's supposed to be. But I really thought it was like a fucking be fucking a bird because I was like, well, they have a stinger, <laughs> so I was, like, that's <laughs> I was like, I don't get this analogy. No, no, no. But okay, hold on, that's not even how humans like. It's the that's it, not even it, what humans it's do. The play, no, but it's the played down version of like the man's pollinating the
0: the egg. I don't know the bird. I genuinely never knew. Am I a bird? What that meant? <laughs> we're birds. We're birds. <laughs>
1: First of all, that's the way it makes sense. Be- <laughs>
0: Why wouldn't you just call it what it is?
1: Yeah. So again, circling back, I'm very <laughs> grateful that my parents didn't use that analogy because clearly I, until I, I think it was my junior year and I I was like laughing with my boyfriend. and I was like, I genuinely don't get it. And he thought I was so like unaware. I've like, never known. I, I, I I'm 32. <laughs> yeah. So some <laughs> educational moments on this podcast for sure. But in <laughs> general, like I was so grateful that my parents did that. And also like, Oh, one thing I was, I did learn a lot about is in California, and I don't know if this is still a thing, because it was clearly a long time ago, but there was this thing for mothers and daughters to go to called Heart to Heart, where, like, we would learn about really, like, the female body, and I would like to put it out there that you don't have to go with your mom, because my mom was not present in my life at that time, and I went with a different female figure in my life, and it was still super beneficial, Hmm. so... Yeah, see, I,
0: that, those types of things, like, need to be around more. I I think that's amazing, too. But again, we have the luxury of living in California. I don't know if those things, I don't think those things are happening in New Hampshire. I mean, if they are, they are. But when I was your age, they weren't. And also, like, I would have felt so awkward to be, like, strolling in.
1: No, I, st- I felt uncomfortable going in. So, like, if it was more normalized, I guess that would have been, or that would have made it better. But it felt comfortable. It felt... As much as I was uncomfortable, I'm so grateful for that experience. Like, I don't think there's a moment, even during that time, that I regretted going. Hmm. Like, okay, I'm embarrassed. But at least now I know how to prevent something serious. Like, Mm
0: -hmm. embarrassment,
1: having a child when I'm not ready. Like, you kind of can weigh those two options and at the end of the day, just be like, this is like knowledge is power. You Mm -hmm. you make better decisions when you're informed.
0: Yeah. How can you make make a decision when you're not informed? You
1: make decisions at the very least you make decisions that align with you and your values if you're informed and like you are trying to be your best self because of that
0: right and then how do you even know your values if you don't even know like you don't well, you t- listen to other people's values
1: absolutely you, you take on what people tell your parents or you take other, on what they your tell friends. you you're supposed to value
0: yeah so that's fucked because
1: <laughs> so what are you we don't even know what you this? actually think uh-huh yeah wow Learning to think for yourself. Humans
0: have really just gone off the rails. Yeah. We haven't done so well. So
1: that's why, like, in my (laughs) day-to-day, I don't think about these things, because then I spiral down these rabbit holes. Yeah. And then it feels like you're,
0: like, stuck. But you're not. It's like you're making yourself stuck. Ugh. I don't know. (laughs) The human race has got some work to do.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) And. 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 But. And. Even though... The, the general population has work to do. The best thing you can do is just start with yourself.
0: Well, that's the only thing you can do. Because what am I going to go, like,
1: I can go out well, you and can, protest and
0: I can spread the message. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Which is doing something, but I can't go out and be like, I can't take you and brainwash you. I mean, I could try, but that's not going to be good. <laughs> like, that's a whole another problem. But... I don't... What am I even brainwashing you about if I don't even know what I think? I'm just brainwashing you about what I heard Jimmy say? Yeah, because you're
1: just teaching your own... Just the end of the day is like, you have to figure out like... As hard as it is, like... Shut off the world for a second and just like internally reflect and say like, Who am I? What do I value? What do I genuinely want? What makes me happy? And how can I find my way through this world and accomplish that? Because truly, if I know what makes me happy that is enough Mm -hmm. if I know who I am and I I know my self-worth and I do the things that make me happy and I spread the messages that make me happy but I don't force like I don't want to be like you force it on anyone because like I guess like when I say spread the message I just like spread kindness if you value kindness Mm -hmm. like
0: right that's not that is
1: enough for me (laughs) yeah and knowing that or acceptance
0: yeah you're different than me we're different I accept you I I, maybe I don't understand you, but I can respect yes. and try, or maybe not even try, but just respect and knowing that we didn't have the same experiences. And so, therefore, we are different and that's okay. And I, I don't know how we got here, but that's like the world's problems. <laughs> it's like trying to change others when you're changing others but you don't even have a sense of self and you're changing others because you think that's what you're supposed to do because then you'll feel good about yourself and but that's just not oh like, absolutely. that doesn't make any sense no
1: the real the real answer is that you're gonna feel satisfied and happy in this world and feel like you've done enough when you're actually satisfied internally yeah but girl that's so hard yeah, like, I we did sit I, here I, and I say that. I didn't that. say how to do it.
0: I just said, like, that's the end goal. I don't know the steps. <laughs> I know. We got to figure it out. Because, like, <clears throat> I mean, I've been on this journey. But clearly, obviously, having an eating disorder, or having an addiction, having anything like that, like, there's a roadblock. But I think that can also help you discover – there's something for you to look at. Whereas, like, before – without
1: those hardships, you might not ever see it or look at it. Well, that's just, like, perspective in general. Like, how – you choose to view yourself how you choose to view the things you face yeah it impacts your quality of life how you view your quality of life like point blank you don't need everything and and that's okay and just being okay with that <sighs> it reaches enlightenment like i don't know what to say <laughs> about that but just something along those lines of like the best way to just move forward in life just in all areas truly is like Asking yourself like those deep questions of like who you are, how you want to live your life, what you want to achieve, and also definitely question why you want to achieve those certain things. But then figuring out how you're going to navigate through life because life itself comes with a shiz ton of challenges. How you're going to navigate through those challenges to become, not to become, but to continue on the road to what you want. And also knowing that you can accept yourself through that way, like through that road like you're not you're not working towards someone somewhere to be like that is my end all be all but being like I accept and I love I don't want to say love myself I accept the person I am right moving now moving through this journey on life like life is just a, like who knows what happens but <laughs> you, I just tell myself I have a 100 years here I don't even know if I'm gonna live to 100 but I have a 100 years and I'm like <laughs> that's like pushing it hey <laughs> hey you don't know me <laughs> no but
0: right like if you so this is if you're looking for the best version of yourself to accept yourself, you're never going to accept yourself. Because what does that even mean? Could you always get
1: better? Probably. And also, like, what is better? Everyone has a different standard. Well, I think the part of it is I'm happy here and I can be happy there. And I want to work towards there because it makes me happy working towards the next goal as well. Like, I'm not dissatisfied or working away from where I am. I'm happy where I am. I like working. I like improving. And I like what I can improve hopefully into like Mm.
0: that's healing like that's healing at its finest so we just gotta like write that into our brains so we remember yeah (laughs) because how easy is it to get caught up like we can say all of this but tomorrow i could go see jimmy and i'm like oh i want him to think i'm cool and so it's like practice it's practice of being like i don't care about Jimmy, because Jimmy is his own person, and Jimmy can do whatever he wants, and Jimmy can figure it out. I don't need to figure it out for him. Like, I'm just going to figure it out for myself. Because at the end of the day, okay, fine, somebody says something like, Alana is pure, or like, <laughs> Alana is not, or whatever. Okay, that was like five seconds of the day. I mean Who cares? They're going
1: to forget they said it, too. Yeah. It's so, and... from (laughs) and i just want to validate everyone one more time when even though i feel like these wise (laughs) i don't want to be like these wise words coming out of our own mouths but like the knowledge the the hope the mantras whatever you want to call them like the words of advice i I still go to parties and fall into those traps. yeah like
0: i every (laughs) day every day i worry about what someone thinks about me oh 100 percent what you know And I don't know if that will ever change. I can tell myself it doesn't matter. But –– don't invalidate it. Just be like – It is what it is. Yeah. Like, I care. Okay. Moving on. Like, you don't have to be like, why do you care? Why do you care? You shouldn't care. Same thing with body image. Why are you having a bad body image day? You're recovered. Like, get over it. And it's like, no, that's just how I – feel today and tomorrow. Maybe not, but right now that's how I feel. It's so much easier to move on when you just are like, okay, Can You yeah, accept. That's, that's how I feel right now. That's what's happening rather than now shame yourself for feeling a certain way or thinking a certain thought. Like, I don't know about you, but we were talking about this. I wouldn't want my superpower to be to read people's minds because I think weird shit all the time that I don't actually... Like, things just come into my brain that I don't necessarily – it's not, like, a belief. It's not something I think. It's not something that I – it's just a random-ass thought. Like, I don't know. It doesn't mean that it's the way of life. Like, it's literally just a three-second thought. Same thing. And we're so worried about everyone's three-second thoughts about what they think about us. But it's a
1: three-second thought. It's a three-second thought and and (laughs) everything else of those – many seconds are a lot of the times in, like, thoughts about oneself. Like, Yeah, exactly. Everyone's thinking about themselves, which <coughs> sounds
0: bad, but it's true, and they're worried about what everyone else is thinking about them, so yeah, they they might think something about
1: you, but then two seconds later, it's back to
0: thinking about themselves.
1: Yeah, because I would say I'm a ju- <laughs> it sounds so bad, but like, I feel like sometimes I'm a judgmental person, but I could walk past someone on the street and unfortunately make a judgment. Nice, evil, good, <laughs> bad, whatever you want to call it, but like, I can't, I can't remember what I thought. I can't remember the person I thought it about. Like, it wasn't deep to me. It honestly right. it was just a self-reflection again. Like,
0: yeah, there was a reason that you had that thought about that person. So if you pass someone on the street and you notice something about them, it's probably an insecurity that you have. And then you start thinking about your own insecurity. And I promise you, by the time you get home, you don't even remember that you saw that person. Now all you can think about is yourself. And, like, that's human nature, though. It's human nature. We Obviously, we think about ourselves, like, it's survival. But we're so worried about everybody else and what they think about us. And, like, we're – I mean, I remember saying when I was younger – and by younger, I mean, like, even six years ago, if somebody said something about me, I just believed it. Like, I just took it as truth. I didn't – if someone was like, you're an evil person and you are the worst – Human in the whole entire world. I was like, all right, I'm the worst human in the whole entire world. Like I'm an evil person, but that's because I didn't have any sort of sense of self.
1: Okay, but I think it's so cool that in my own journey, people in my life, close people, have told me you are like the problem, and I'm able to literally now. I used to really internalize that, but literally, I've been with Shelby a while, and I've literally said like, I'm, I, I know I'm not the problem. I'm, or I should say, I know I'm not the only problem.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like, I will take responsibility, I guess, for some of it, but I'm not... I don't carry all your baggage. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not yours to carry. I don't... And by the way, I don't know really how I got to that point. Like, maybe just a (laughs) lot of therapy, but... Like yeah, girl. I wish um, I was in
0: therapy at your age because let me tell you, I think things might have turned out a little differently. (laughs) But I'm glad they turned out how they did because we accept all stages of our life. Right. I can't go back. I can't change it. Also, why would I want to change it? Like, because you're proud of who you are now, right? And I probably wouldn't be if I didn't go through all of the shit that I went through. And so, I think that is a great place to end. Is like (laughs) when you feel like it's unfair and you didn't ask for this and. Why do I feel this way? Why was I born this way? Why do I have mental illness? Why do I have an eating disorder? Or or not. Like, anything you could say about anything. Like, you don't need to know why. It's just, like, you learn how to eventually navigate it and do something with it. Because you can't change it. You can't go back. You can't, like, literally go into the womb and (laughs) Tetris your brain. You can't. So it's like, this is what it is, this is what I have, and this is what I'm going to do with it. That's literally the only thing you can do.
1: It's just acceptance.
0: Yeah. Not your regular coach podcast.